there isn't anybody else understanding your business model better than you and your team. Correct? What kind of insights would you receive if the business model would be analyzed from a completely different perspective? For example, focusing what could harm the successful implementation of your vision? That is what I would like to invite you for the next few minutes. Identifying the core sectors of your business model when it comes to protect the most valuable assets and especially your vision. I'm happy to have you here. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to this new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be a non-executive board member, part of the management team, an integrity enthusiast, a corporate integrity council, or on your way there. I'm your mentor and sparring partner when it comes to corporate integrity with impact. Founder of Corporate Integrity Concepts and the Corporate Integrity Academy, with the vision to protect and secure assets, reputation and actionability, yours and the one of your organization. Why? Because corporate integrity matters to all of us. And now let's talk about the nine core sectors of a business model we need to have on focus when it comes to our duty of protecting the vision in a successful way. At the end, we all want to reach the same. The vision and goals for our organizations we have responsibilities for. And, and that is very important for me, to protect our world for the future generations. Bringing in a new perspective when it comes to challenging the business model is key in our work as non-executive board members, as well as in the management team. Thus, before the risks are materialized. Afterwards, when the investigators are doing their job, the business model is one of the most important sources during the fact-finding process. Never forget that. But do not let us start with the worst case of the materialized incidents. We all want to avoid it for the sake of our goals. Not all responsibles are aware of and sensitized, and that is a fact we must consider in our different roles. The less sensitization, the higher the probability of not understanding the inherent risk of a business model. And it's not uncommon. Therefore, I am convinced that a deep understanding of the business model with its inherent risk is key for everybody taking his or her role of responsibility seriously. This specific topic comes directly from the front. Raised during an intense two-day session on-site with one of our clients, a global player, which, is, which recently adjusted the business model. And I think it's quite common right now, after such a year of the pandemic, 
a lot of organizations had and have to adjust the business model. The specific situation and challenges the board of directors faced over the last months let them, that specific client, go deeper in analyzing the key areas of their business model. And they were surprised. They were really surprised, but also the management team, especially as they felt forced to adjust it. Some of them already knew that they also have some risks behind. Other ones didn't want to focus on that. For the ones already listening to our podcast over the last few episodes, you know that we are a big supporter of adapting to the new situations and promoting coaching and supporting that skill set in a wider perspective. Because I'm so convinced that adaptability is key and what helps us also to thrive in the future. Therefore, Adapting the business model to new situation is crucial. And this means also understanding what these adaptions mean when it comes to the risk landscape. When it comes to the topic of risk identification process, the common understanding is often very allocated to specific functions like compliance and risk management. That's not my understanding just one part. This is just one approach and in my opinion not the most effective for an organization which wants to play in the league of best in class and most would like to because they like to have the competition. Bringing the risk identification mindset a few levels up to the executive management and board of directors the effectiveness increases dramatically. And here we also have to educate. And not only that, it also allows the executing team to have a real set of boundaries when it comes to risk tolerance. Yes, if you ask yourself whether risk tolerance is going to be discussed here too, I already have it on our list of topics and we already mentioned it a few times in our last episodes. And by the way, if there are any other topics you are interested in, as a member of the non-executive board of directors, as the management team, or as an investigator who must find the facts to solve the issue, just let me know through one of the channels. I'm glad to take it up. So, but coming back to where the topic belongs to, I have a very clear opinion. It starts at the top with the vision, mission, and goals for the organization. And that is where the business model is created. That's a strategic work we all do. Envisioning a business model and ask for implementation within the organization will only be successful in the long run when the risks are taken into consideration too. In full. And here it starts with the gap I see in many organizations. Just to make it crystal clear, it's an ongoing process and talking about the strategy should be on the agenda on every single board meeting not only for 10 minutes. Strategy needs at, to have at least 50% of the board discussions. I rather prefer to have more of it. At the very beginning, I told you that the topic was part of a two-day session together with a client we support. As you already know, confidentiality is one of the key values and we will never talk about issues related to our clients. What we talk about are the processes supporting organizations and their responsible roles. No matter whether those are non-executive board members, C-level managers or the investigators, 
working with our adapted tool of the risk identification Canva, which is based on the business model Canva, in which we are trained experts, we were able to help so many organizations that it might be valuable also to talk about that specific framework here. And that's the reason why we bring it up. And if you are interested in learning more and having a tangible product in form of a worksheet, just visit the show notes and learn where to find it because it's attached. No secrets, but proven and implemented processes to support organizations to make the vision successful over the long run and not only within a short view. For all the ones which take care and support the sustainable development goals of the UN, you do not want to harm your business with not having identified risks. Not at all. Am I right? Great. So let's have a look um, at the business model and how we could challenge it for the sake of our vision. To start with, there are two dimensions I defined for each key section of the business model. It's the strategic risk and the operational risk. And for each of the identified risks, no matter whether they are strategic or, or operational, we talk about impact and likelihood, which we have to analyze. That's not new. That's what we also normally do in our risk management processes. But coming from a business model approach, we just have another perspective we bring in. The board of directors will have a discussion and opinion on the risk appetite before the management will come up with the defined measurements for the risk management. The end goal will be to have an answer by section of the business model or by category of the business model. This all sounds straightforward, but everybody knows what it means to come up with the strategic and operational risks. Using the described risk Canva as an example, I suggest starting with the following key areas when we want to identify the different risks. So what is the value proposition? What is the value we are creating for our clients by doing X, Y, Z? Already, the value proposition will give answers to the strategic and operational risks because the value proposition is our key element. What then follows is what are the key activities what are we doing to reach the value proposition for our clients? Also, we, also here, we have a specific set of risks which, which, which immediately come up when we talk about it and we, when we analyze it. Coming from the key activities, we have to think about the resources. What do we need to conduct to achieve it? What are the resources we need that we can follow on our activities and which is also key and we already talked about that when we think about the third party due diligence with which key partners are we or will we work together to make our vision come true and following the strategy and here please be careful with the key partners due diligence as well. And keep in mind that the code of conduct also needs to be followed up by them. Not to forget the third-party due diligence, as mentioned before, you do in advance of a partnership. And if it's not already done, you always have the chance to go back and do that. 
Also, when you implement a new code of conduct, it's important that your partners understand it and are willing to following through that too. So other areas to consider as source to identify your risk in your business model rather belong to the customer field itself. So we have to analyze the segment we are going to serve. So who are our customers? Who won't we serve? What is our key avatar, for example? And how do we establish, establish and execute the customer relationship? But here we are not talking about ourselves, we talk about our clients. We all know that this is an important topic when it comes to regulation too. Who are, who are our clients? In our world, which operates in the cyber territory as well as in the offline world, also your organization will be active on different channels. We have different territories. What are these different channels and what kind of inherent risks evolve? The adaptability is often not, not yet given and the awareness also when it comes to internal communication could sometimes be improved. Maybe you could also reflect a little bit on that. So last but not least, two key, key areas which are not, the, not new, not at all, and the evergreen since thousands of years of doing business. We have to talk and analyze the cost structure and the revenue streams. And we, here we are on the financial part and we also have some financial risks and we also have some risks coming up when we have different new tools, for example, in our finance environment and so on. So revenue streams these days, and especially within the adapted business model, vary and become more, di more diverse than ever before. So also the support functions have some inherent risks. Also here, the strategic and operational risks need a perspective to ensure completeness. New business models create new inherent risks, which means the upside and the downside. So I think we all don't want to miss the upside. And we don't want to have the downside for our organization. So the goal must be to manage the risk. And it's only possible by knowing them in advance and not after materialization. The business model needs higher, the highest attention. That's what you also have seen now when we went through these core areas. And by saying that, a structure helps to identify and understand inherent risks, which have always two sides of a coin, an upside and a downside. With using a systematic tool to analyze the business model, the entire risk identification process becomes a much more effective and efficient process. This leads to risk management as we have established for years. Formal or informal. But the homework before needs to be done. And to do the homework together with identifying the key areas of the business model is very important. So good point. We have not yet talked about the take home or take to the, hof to the office assignment. So first part would be to reflect on the business model and especially how the structure of the business model is set up. Here I recommend using a form which supports the vision. My experience is that any kind of Canva, and here you have a free one to use, is helpful to get the thinking process structured. 
In the next step, the different sections need to be challenged by identifying the strategic and operational risks as a first step. Reflect whether the process is set up and whether there are potential improvements needed. Sometimes you don't have to. Keep in mind that the identification process is an exercise which needs to be done by the risk owner at the highest level to start with, the board of directors and the management team. When it comes to the likelihood and impact, discussion will be held by the same rules. But, and here is something which which is often avoided, the discussion about the risk appetite needs to be done on the board level first. No excuse accepted. Afterwards, the implementation will be done by the management team. I know that is a lot of homework and not not done in a day, but my goal is to start with the process and I'm sure you will be successful in having that discussion in your designated teams too. This was episode number 17 of The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the belief, corporate integrity secures and empowers individuals and organizations. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget, topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know. That's it from my side. I thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stiernimon and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye.